Welcome to Inside Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids. I'm Daisy. And I'm Vaughn. And today we're talking about Chapter 15 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Aragog. So, Chapter 15, what are, how are you feeling about nearing the end of Chamber of Secrets? I'm glad we're leaving the worst book there is out of Harry I Potter. I agree. I mean, like... Harry po- any Harry Potter book is amazing. Harry Potter is my favorite book series. So. But I can't believe we're almost done with our second season. I know. We're, like, it's crazy. That it's going I, by so we fast. We literally just started in, like, I think it was so April fast. that we started. Our podcast grows so fast. I think we started this podcast in, like, April. and um, It's grown a lot. It's grown a lot, the- first of all, yeah. And it... Like, we've already gone through, like, about two seasons in just less than a year. I so. wonder what we're going to do when all the uh, episodes are over. Maybe, oh, sorry, not the episodes, like, the books. Oh, yeah, we'll do Maybe. Fantastic Beasts, probably. Yeah, child. with the movies. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. It'll be years until that happens, so. But, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure years. I think it'll be years because. Wait, we started this books? podcast April? Yeah, so the because the books, it's been a while. The books after well, Chamber of Secret, or Prisoner of Azkaban included, but after Prisoner of Azkaban, the books get really long. I know. Yeah. So, ready it's for the first long. sentence? Ready for the first sentence? Apparently. Okay, it's pretty obvious that you are. Pretty obvious. Summer was creeping over the grounds around the castle. Sky and lake alike turned periwinkle blue. I don't like the word periwinkle. As you have I, said. I don't trust it. We had to re-record. <laughs> yeah, we had to re-record the intro. Um, so that was the color that Hermione's dress was supposed to be. I don't know why people are mad about that, because I like Hermione's dress color. I think I, it, do. I think pink was fine. I think it was already good. You mean blue or pink? No, peri- uh, Hermione's Yeah, because in the book it was supposed to be blue, but like in the book all the girls just wore dress robes. None of them wore actual dresses. And then in the movie, all the girls wore dresses, and uh, they put Hermione in pink to contrast with the colors of the Yule Ball. And I thought that was a good call. I don't know why people are so mad about that. Okay, rest of the first sentence. And flowers large as cabbages burst into bloom in the greenhouses. That's pretty cool. Huh. That's a big flower. Like, okay, how has the Muggle world not discovered a single, like, strange animal or a strange a plant. Well, it's probably because as soon as they start gabbing about it, um, the magical, the reversal, what's it called? The reversal Magical spell? reversal spell? I don't think that's who takes care of it, but people like them, they go in and take care of it. The mind wipers. That's not what they're called. Harry and Ron could no longer visit Hermione in the hospital wing because visitors were now barred from there. Madame Pomfrey had told them that there was every chance the attacker might come back to finish the people off. I know Why you're the they... attacker, Harry. You're here to finish Hermione. Exactly. That sounds... Okay, actually, I didn't think about it like that. But that actually does, like, sound like she's kind of being like, Harry, she's we like, all know it's you. We're not going to let you sorry. in. I'm <laughs> sorry. We can't let anyone in. And he's, she's, like, pushing Ron through the door. She's like, Ron, you can... No, Harry. No one's allowed. Ron, come on, Ron. No, Harry, stop. You're not allowed in. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, please, stop. <laughs> Ron, we can't Hermione. let you kill Hermione. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Ron, come on, let's go stab Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I was also wondering who keeps an eye on the kids at night. Because Madame Pomfrey so obviously doesn't sleep in the hospital I mean, when she sleeps Filch, in her office. Filch stays up all night. That's tr- I don't think Filch... I don't think Filch ever sleeps. Well, 
I know. It's so uh, weird. I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure he doesn't sleep. Like, I think... there's a lot of I, there's a Super Con Brothers did a theory on that. Like, is he a poltergeist? Is he a poltergeist? That's a good theory, but I don't think he is. I know, but I bet there's something. Yeah, I there's something weird about him. Like, he sleeps known. He doesn't sleep at all, and um, he somehow manages to Harry somehow manages to nearly escape him every night he sneaks out yeah but imagine the size of the castle yeah that's true yeah so there would be so many places to go he would probably have only like a quarter of the time find folks yeah he barely i mean like he should barely ever be running into teachers the hogwarts castle is so big it's so huge yeah so uh with dumbledore oh actually really quickly um I was thinking that at Universal Studios, they should add the hospital wing into the queue. Don't you think that would be cool? Like, I don't even mind. Um, And the queue for the uh, Forbidden Journey, I don't even mind waiting in it because there's so much to see. I know. Like, it's not as fun when you're waiting outside, but when you get into, like... The line moves fast. Exactly, yeah. And then when you get into the greenhouse part, that part's really cool because you can see mandrakes, you can see... I love it. It'd be cool, yeah, it'd be cool if they added it in the hospital wing and, like, showed Hermione as a cat. That would be cool. And then Madame Pomfrey, like, saying, get out of here. That would be really cool. Like, and you can just walk through it like how you do Snape's I know. But if they had Hermione in there, you wouldn't be able to, like, And then there's, like, the fat... It'd be be cool, like, if Madame Pomfrey was, like, the fat lady talking to you. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. But she was, like, telling you to go away. Yeah. I don't know if she's big enough. I don't know if the actor would do that. But it would be really cool. Yeah. That would be really cool. So, um, with Dumbledore gone, everybody looked scared and tense, and nobody was happy. Harry and Ron kept trying to find some spiders to follow, but it was hard because they now had to move in packs with the rest of the Gryffindor students, which Harry thought was Why did they want to keep following the spiders? They just led them back to Aragog. Probably be- Oh, never mind. Well, it's not a spoiler. It happens in this chapter. I mean, sorry. I- The, um- I forgot that um this didn't happen last chapter, that they didn't find Aragorn last chapter. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, I messed up. <laughs> so I yeah I think they're just trying to find follow Hagrid. I know. Sorry. Do you think all these measures at Hogwarts are absolutely necessary? That's a hard one. Because I don't like the measures, but then part of me is like, people are literally on the verge of death because of what's happening. I know. So these are also kind and of necessary. it's a miracle. Nobody has died. I know. And, like, I think somebody should have died at this point. Like, the chances of these scenarios causing people to get paralyzed, it'll tell you, at like, near the end of the book. Yeah. These, these odds. I know. Like, they should have. They should be dead. Every single thing I mean, has horrible odds of exactly, happening. Exactly, yeah. And, like, just the chances that they that they saw something through something is just absolutely insane because I would be dead right now if I were muggle-born, which, of course, I'm not. I am a half-blood. Just kidding. I wonder, what if they just threw an adult mandrake at the monster? I'm <laughs> not going to reveal what it is. <laughs> no, we're not going to reveal I don't know. I wonder what an adult mandrake looks like. Like a baby one, but a lot fatter? I think it looks like a real adult, but in mandrake form. But that would look really creepy. What, what if the mandrake Like a decided... humanoid body, but just like, like roots. Like a Groot. Oh, Groot. I don't want to. Groot is an adult mandrake, guys. 
Groot's origins revealed. That should be the next Super Carlin Brother video. Yeah, but, but like, the mandrakes, the roots are, like, fleshy. That's true. Yeah. It's like, I imagine stick, Groot, but, like, puffed up. I stick by that Groot is an adult mandrake. Super Carlin Brothers, if you are listening, that's your next video. I just came up with How to it. cross over the Marvel Universe <laughs> to the Harry Potter. They're all in the same universe, guys! Everything the, is linked together. They have been secretly working together to link everything. The Marvel theory. Then we're gonna link Star Wars <laughs> and, and Pixar. Disney. Yeah, exactly. They're all in the same universe, guys. The National Geographic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the only person who was actually enjoying all of the terror was Draco Malfoy, who was strutting through quarters as if he had just been appointed head boy. Just the monster comes down the hall and kids and- start run- <laughs> fleeing and screaming. He just doesn't care. He just keeps walking. <laughs> and he's like strutting. And he just like- strolls past it. Yeah. <laughs> So, our chairs are like spinny chairs, and the the one Bonson squeaks so much. I am not spinning, though. So, Harry didn't realize um, why he was so happy until potions class two weeks after Dumbledore had left Hogwarts. Draco had been telling Crabbe and Goyle that it was a good thing Dumbledore... I don't... I didn't even finish my sentence. That Dumbledore had, like, left, and that maybe now they would get a headmaster that wouldn't... That wouldn't want the Chamber of Secrets closed. Do you think Malfoy... Vaughn trying to come up with what he was gonna say. Okay, do you think Lucius had Dumbledore out because he thought Dumbledore was gonna help solve the attacks, or do you think he wanted Dumbledore to, uh, or do you think he wanted Dumbledore out so that someone else could come in and let the attacks keep happening? Um, I think it was so that. Wait. Well, I think it's what the same thing. Because if no, okay, sorry. Do you think Draco, uh, Lucius Malfoy, wanted to fire uh, Dumbledore because he wanted uh, Muddle Glowborns to continue to be killed because he thought Dum- uh, Dumbledore wasn't a good doing a good job? Oh. Or do you think like he just didn't like Dumbledore? I think it's both because I think that he, you know, because he went to the effort of giving. Um, spoiler, five, four, three, two, one. Because he went to the effort of giving Ginny Tom Riddle's diary, uh, I think that he wants to help it along as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Because he knows that the, he knows who the heir of Slytherin is at this point, you know? He knows that, well, he doesn't know that there's a Horcrux, that the diary is a Horcrux, but he does know that he gave the diary to Ginny and that Voldemort wanted him yes. to give the diary to someone. So Wait, Voldemort didn't want people to didn't want him to give it the diary i know he didn't even want him to did lucius just did it on his own yeah like voldemort but, gave it to him was like do it when i tell you to and then lucius was just like i'm just gonna might as well just give it now like i know i don't even know where you are but i'm and, just gonna give it and in the end that didn't even help it actually hurt voldemort yeah exactly so i think it's both i think he just both doesn't like dumbledore but he also just Huh. Wants to help Ginny along. I was as much thinking as of it, but I, I, it just came out wrong. Okay. So, if it couldn't be Dumbledore or McGonagall, who would you want to be headmaster? Oh, goodness gracious. And it can be anyone in the whole series except for a kid. They have to be the proper age. Oh, crud. Um, I think Remus Lupin would be the best headmaster. He would be amazing. 
I mean, he would give everyone free chocolate. He would. Gilderoy Lockhart. Everyone meet in the Great Hall for your daily signings. Today we are signing you on your arm. <laughs> Tomorrow will be on your forehead, and the next day will be on your leg. Oh my gosh, that would be Until tough. you are completely covered in signatures of Gilroy Lockhart. And I was using my peacock feather quill and... And he will be writing his full status, order Merlin <laughs> included. First class. That would be the worst to Hogwarts school ever. <laughs> that would be amazing, but that would be amazing to read about. Someone write a fan fiction about that. <laughs> so Malfoy told Snape that he should apply for headmaster and Snape smirked and walked away while Seamus pretended to gag into his cauldron. Seamus is the best. I mean, like Seamus I, I don't think he gets enough Seamus. I don't think he gets <laughs> I don't think he gets enough credit. Uh for what? <laughs> Just being him, you know? I think he's a good character. How does he not get any credit? <laughs> no, enough. I, I think he's a good character, and I don't think enough people recognize that. I don't I don't know a single person who's like, Seamus is my favorite character. You but have I, a knack for pyrotechnics? You have a knack for... They should have put that in the book. They should have. That's good. I mean, That's of course, course J.E. Rowling wouldn't have known about it, but, you know, she should have just went into it. But I like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Draco told Crabbe and Goyle that he bets five galleons that the next one dies, and that it was a pity it wasn't Granger. That's a lot of money to bet. <laughs> five galleons? Just to bet someone That's dies. more than the Weasleys had in their vault. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna bet the Weasleys' savings. <laughs> so, zero galleons. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's the perfect one Drake. galleon. That's the perfect Draco Malfoy joke. Like he should have used that. I'm going to bet Ron Weasley's family's savings. So that's so one galleon. Nothing. Their lifetime savings. <laughs> so one galleon. <laughs> I'm going to bet what the Weasley's house costs. Two galleons. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. I know. They're they, they, yeah. They just don't know how to handle their money. Yeah. So, Ron leapt towards Malfoy right when the bell rang, so Draco didn't notice. What? Like, just like, like a frog just jumping on him? <laughs> I'm just imagining him, like, like in the grass, like, crouching like a panther and then jumping. No, I imagine... I'm missing. Just imagine sitting in your chair, everyone listening, in your normal chair, but just imagine all of a sudden, like... Like, just using your legs to literally just launch you forward. Just, like, you just stand on your desk and you lean forward and... <laughs> Use your legs and to you, spring you. Like, head first into Draco. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to talk about bells for a second. Is it, like, a legitimate bell that literally Dumbledore is just sitting in his office just, like, I know. ringing? I mean, or, there's no mechanics or like they in can, Harry Potter. Exactly. Like, they can't be using muggle technology. They don't. So that's a little bit confusing. Confusing. So also, I want to know, why is Ron the only one who ever wants to attack Draco? Is it supposed to signify that Ron cares for her more than Harry Well, in book three, Hermione punches him in the face. She punches Draco. In the face. I mean, mean, why does Ron leap towards Harry, or towards Draco, when he makes fun of Hermione, but Harry doesn't? Does he know better, or does Ron genuinely care about Hermione more than Draco does? Because he's the main character. Hey, 
this actually happened. What do you what do you say? Wait, what? Huh? I thought you mean didn't you just say why uh why did doesn't Harry care as much as Ron? Yeah. Because he's the main character. He can't be evil and stuff. That's true. He can't really do anything that's bad. So also, why is Ron oh wait, I already read that. What is wrong with me? So Snape shouted at them all to hurry up because he had to take them to herbology. Get in your brooms and go down the corridor. <laughs> and if Filch puts you in detention, don't tell him it was me who sent you on those brooms. Tell him it was McGonagall. It'll cost Gryffindor points. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> and let me take an extra five right now. From Gryffindor. Take away 300 if you tell Filch. <laughs> or if you don't tell Filch. So he like... Okay, now I'm just imagining him having a pile of brooms in his classroom. He's like, okay, everyone, take your broom and fly away. <laughs> okay, kids, take one of these potions and throw them in the corridor. I don't know what they do, but at least you get punished. And he's only like, the Gryffindors take one. He's like, okay, kids, I just made this new potion. And Call I don't. The house point, solu- point losers. <laughs> and I don't want to try it out myself, so you guys try it out. Yeah, I need you to. Chuck it at the floor, <laughs> and it'll automatically like take away your points. Yep, we'll all be erased from existence. So every time a Gryffindor says anything or does anything bad, you guys will know. Just throw your potion at the floor, and it'll take points away. Okay, Snape, five points from Gryffindor. <laughs> you can five points from Gryffindor. <laughs> it's like every time a Gryffindor talks, five points. Five Gryffindor. points from Gryffindor. Doesn't matter what they say, just pretty anything. much, yeah. Five points from Gryffindor. Uh, yeah. So during herbology, while they were working, Ernie Macmillan came face to face with Harry and said formally, "I just want to say, Harry, that I'm sorry I ever suspected you. I know you'd never attack Hermione Granger, and I apologize for all the stuff I said. We're all in the same boat now." And well, then he well, shook Harry's hand. Well, I'm gonna hand. push you out the boat. <laughs> I was like. What is with Hufflepuffs and, like, shaking people's hands? First Justin, and now Ernie. Coronavirus. But, like, first Justin, and now Ernie. Like, what is with them and shaking hands? They're just like, you know. Shake hands with me now. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Hmm. So Ernie, like I said um, in a previous episode. Maybe they just like human contact. (laughs) <laughs> sure okay so ernie and hannah came over to see where uh ron and harry were working and asked them if they could if they thought it was draco malfoy harry said no very firmly and the hufflepuff stared at him firmly very firmly so at that second harry saw a line of spiders moving in perfect uh, in a perfectly straight line and pointed them out to ron harry told him that it looked like they were heading for the forbidden forest Ernie's like are you okay why are you exactly, calling spiders yeah. How many spiders do you think there are at Hogwarts? I don't know. It's a castle. Like, think about your broom cupboard. How many do you think are in your broom cupboard? I don't have a broom cupboard. In the coat closet. How many do you think are in there? I don't know. I think two are in there. Two. So multiply that by a whole castle. And what do you get? That's not math. <laughs> this is the maths. This is the real maths they should be teaching you. Okay. Broom cupboard so times a whole, castle. So a whole castle... That's like five gazillion broom cupboards. Pretty much. <laughs> this so is, five gazillion. This is the real math they should be teaching you in school. Times two spiders. <laughs> it's ten gazillion. Equals ten gazillion. So there's ten gazillion spiders. But then we gotta account for babies they're gonna have. And double that, twenty million. This is what the supergirl and brothers are too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so, um, when Professor Sprout escorted them to DADA, Harry and Ron lagged to the back, and Harry told Ron that they could take Fang and the Invisibility Cloak with them. When they came into class, Lockhart looked extremely happy, and literally said, Don't you people realize? The danger has passed! The culprit has been taken away! In the middle of the night, I cast a Lumo spell, and that's what stopped it. Pretty much. I am the savior! <laughs> I am the savior. So why does he literally say, you people? He's like, don't you people realize? They are 12 years old. Yes. They are not people. They are not people. They are... They are but... Yeah. Lowly Filthy peasants. vermin. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Dean Thomas asks, asked, says who, and Lockhart told him that the Minister of Magic would not have taken Hagrid away unless he were 100% certain that he was guilty. Except for that, the Minister of Magic is terrible. We have a terrible Minister he of Magic right now. sucks. I mean, Cornelius Budge is the most dumb Minister of Magic the Wizarding World will ever see. He's terrible. Yes. He literally... He is a bad good guy. Pretty much, yeah. So Harry was so annoyed that he wanted to throw a book at Lockhart's face. Or a good bad guy. But instead, oh yeah. But instead he wrote Ron a note that said, let's do it tonight. Yeah. So Harry, why so violent? He said he wanted to throw, throw a book at Lockhart's yes. face. Tonight, we're going to go to his office? Do, do, do. We're going to steal his wigs. No, even better. <laughs> we're going to steal his wand. Break it in half. And then take a syringe. And inject the Ebola virus into him. The Ebola. The Ebola virus. So, <laughs> I don't think that exists in the wizarding world. It's fine, we'll throw a book at him in it tonight. <laughs> so that night, Harry and Ron had to wait for a very long time until everyone else went to bed so that they could sneak out. People were in the common room until past midnight. What is wrong with these children? I can't even stay up till, like, past ten. I know. And I don't, I, like... I, what is wrong with them? Why are they staying up till past midnight? How are they able to get up in the morning? Like, think I about know. it. If you go to bed at 9 and you wake up at 6, this makes sense. 6 has, yeah, that has to be, like, their or classes at least, have like, to be at 8 and then we have to prepare. If you're staying up till, like, 10, you know, wake up at, like, 7. But, like, what is wrong with these kids? They're staying up till past they're midnight. They're gonna mess up their sleep pattern. Yeah, they're staying up till past midnight. And they're waking up, you know, really early in the morning. What is, what, is, how are they, how are they surviving? How are, yeah. I, I'm sure, you know what, I bet Madame Pomfrey gets, like, a bunch of kids just going to the infirmary, just and asking, like, why, I'm really tired. What do they do this whole time, like, for, until 12? I guess they 12, just sit there and socialize. They just sit there and look at the fire. Yeah. I would rather, like, go up to my dormitory and if I'm going to socialize, just socialize up there with, like, the people that I'm friends with. Yeah. Because why sit in the common room? Like, that's... At the Hufflepuff common room, I bet all those kids are extremely responsible and go to bed at, like, 10. I bet. Nine. I know. Gryffindors, I bet they go to bed at midnight. Like seven. Slytherins are probably up partying all night long. They don't... Slytherins don't sleep. That is a proven fact. Yes. Ravenclaw's... Proven. Ra Ravenclaw's very responsible. They go to bed on time. They're like... The, the Slytherins are like owls. Up all night, bad grades during the day. Basically, yeah. Every Slytherin listening, you stay up all night. It's just proven. Party all day? I'm just kidding. And then... Party all night, sleep all day, and that's why they have such bad grades. Exactly. They don't go to classes. So, uh, yeah, Ravenclaw is definitely responsible. Hufflepuff, also responsible. They all go to bed at the same time. Yes. Nobody stays up late. Ravenclaw um, are the smart people. Yeah, they, they go to bed early. 
they would know what to do. They throw they throw study parties that only last till like six o'clock, and then they just go to bed. Woo! Study party. Yeah. <laughs> so once Harry and Ron heard the last dormitory door shut, they threw the cloak over themselves and climbed out of the portrait hole. When they reached the front doors, they squeezed between them and stepped out into the moonlit grounds, and they walked down to Hagrid's house. Um, it would be extreme. Oh, I think it would be extremely scary to try and navigate a whole castle filled with teachers I under know. an invisibility cloak and without being caught. Like that would be hard, especially trying not to make noises. So when Harry opened the door, Fang started to bark. So he fed the dog some treacle toffee, which glued his teeth shut. I knew this stuff was strong, but I didn't know that it was strong enough to glue a dog's teeth together. <laughs> like, how is bad Hagrid such a bad cook? I know. He's terrible. I mean, like, does he have super glue in? Like, I kind of want to make triacle toffee so I can pretend to be Hagrid, but... Add in hot glue. <laughs> exactly. So they left the invisibility cloak on Hagrid's table and left the house. They entered the forest with Thang, and Harry kept his wand out with a light to follow the spiders. They walked on for 30 minutes until they heard a loud noise and shuffling. Then a bright burst of light appeared, and Ron said it that it was their car. And I was like, since when did Arthur's car become Harry and Ron's car? Like, they just own it now. So they Ew. went towards... Uh, I mean, like, the Weasley car. I know, he's like, that's our car! But he says our, like, it's Harry's That's too. my car! <laughs> that's my car that my dad bought for me. <laughs> or that I bought my with my own money. Or that I crashed, but now it's mine. Exactly. If you crash a car, it's officially yours. It, officially. <laughs> so they went towards the car, and it acted kind of like a dog. Ron said that the forest had turned it wild. Wild? I don't know why. He's just going towards like. I felt like it was like a song or something, and it would go somewhere after he started. I I don't know. I I felt like it. I felt like it was from a song or something like the. And it it just ended up not being like the. uh, What's it called? The The eye of the tiger. No, the jungle. Oh, roar. No. Oh. Like the Jumanji jungle one. Oh, welcome to the jungle. Yeah, I don't know yeah, why. That, that has nothing. I don't even think that wild is in that song. I have no idea why I thought that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was weird. Wild thing. <laughs> okay, okay. That's a song. They realized that they had lost the trail and tried to find it when two hairy legs grabbed them from their waist. And they don't say a thing. They just dangle. <laughs> They're not like, they just Ron, like, help me. Ron, Harry, I'm stuck in this position, too. Just go to a scene of, like, these two, like, hairy legs. But it's like a person hearing these, like, beams that are covered in hair. <laughs> and they're just gripping two ragdolls. I would scream. I would probably scream. I'd be so freaked out. I'd yeah. be, like, wordless. Yeah. Uh, Harry realized that they were spiders from their eight legs, and and the spiders carried them to a large dome of web. Spiders scuttled everywhere, and when the the spiders dropped Harry and Ron, they yelled Aragog. A spider the size of a baby elephant appeared- That's big, a baby elephant. I know. Appeared with milky white eyes and asked what happened. The spiders told him that men were there and that it wasn't Hagrid. Harry told them that Hagrid was sent, had sent them because he was in danger and that he was in Azkaban because they think he had a monster killing people. Uh, Aragog said that that was years ago and that they thought Aragog was a monster, but he wasn't. He seems like the monster. He's so big. <laughs> Aragog uh, told them that the real monster killed a girl in the bathroom that and that him and the spiders feared him of all else and that he wouldn't say his name. That's like, that's like, 
wizards in Voldemort. Yeah. They're so scared of it. Oh my gosh, that's good. That's that that should go in our hidden messages analysis. Huh. That's perfect. I've never actually thought about that before. Yeah. Wizards saying Voldemort is like spiders saying basilisk. Yeah. It's like so irrational. Like you think like yeah. Actually that's perfect. Almost any wizard you find, they're probably gonna say there's nothing wrong with saying the name. It's not gonna mm-hmm. hurt you, and then they're gonna be. And then like, oh my I'm not gosh, saying Voldemort. We just came up with our own. Oh man. Oh man. Wizards are a bunch of hypocrites. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay. Uh, they start. Uh, they started leaving, but Aragog told them that he not he had had to let his <laughs> sisters and brothers eat him. Like, I'm sorry, but I just I can't let you go. We're just gonna let these people tear you to shreds and eat you. Yeah, these, eat your flesh. Yeah, exactly. It's okay, guys. It'll be okay. You're you might not be tasty because all those fried foods, but at least it'll your meat. Yeah, and, you know. Definitely. So, eat them. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just imagine how scared you'd be if like your house was in arachnophobia. It's like arachnophobia. Oh yeah, that's a movie, an old movie. Like we've the seen. Snake, there were the. The We've spiders seen are just taking over. Yeah, just imagine that, but they're five times as big. Oh my gosh. They're all scary. five times as big, and they're all trying to eat you. That would be pretty scary. Uh, Then the Weasley's car pulled up, and they all got in. Convenient. That's pretty convenient. We should, like, have a convenient counter at the end of our seasons. Oh, yeah. Like, and we have to just, time. we'll just reread the whole book and just be like, convener counter, convenient counter. <laughs> I know. The, uh, so, they drove out of the forest, grabbed the cloak, and Ron was in the pumpkin patch and, like, being sick. I don't know if he's throwing up, but J.K. Rowling described him as sick. Up. I think be- being sick, and, uh, I think, like, when someone says, like, not, in, like, I'm sick, that could be a cold, but I think, like, someone's being sick, I think that means, like, you're throwing up. Okay. Harry knew Hagrid was innocent and realized that Riddle didn't cashier Slytherin. They went back to their beds, and Harry realized that the girl who died in the bathroom may have still been there. Last sentence. You don't think. Not moaning Myrtle. That's good. Okay. That was chapter 15, guys. Not moaning Myrtle. Not moaning Myrtle. You don't think. Not moaning Myrtle. You don't say. I don't even know if I'm, like... British accent time. You don't think. Not moaning myrtle. Oh, hi, USA. Oh, hi, USA. Um, that's not from Studio C. Studio C yes. I'm not going to like it because it's not Harry Potter related, but. Oh, hi, USA. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's they're British really, people They're do. really good sketches. When, they see, they, when British people see American people, they go, Oh, oh hi, USA. USA. <laughs> <laughs> at around one hour and 15 minutes when harry and ron are in the car being chased by the spiders ron switches gears with harry's hand over his the clothing sleeves shown on them in that brief shot are not the clothes they're wearing in that scene but they'd worn in the earlier flying car scene at the beginning of the movie what oh because they filmed that they probably filmed yeah it i didn't even know that from everything like, at the this, same is, time. I, this is why i love doing movies because then when we go and watch the movie i can like look yeah that that actually makes sense because you know they filmed everything at the yeah. same time the car so at around one hour and 45 minutes when harry and ron are in the car trying to get away from the spiders fang gets into the car twice then he is alternate alter 
I don't even know how to speak. Alternately, sitting down, standing up, leaning forward, and looking out the back window between shots. Well, I don't think that's much of a movie goof, because Fang yeah, could have changed positions. Between, yeah, the shots. He's a living being. When the spiders are coming out in great numbers, stage lights are visible. At around 1 hour and 48 minutes, when Harry and Ron are in the car fleeing from the spiders, there's a close-up of them looking towards the back of the car as they drive backwards. Two shots from the close-up of them yelling, Woo! There's a wide shot of the dark forest and the car at the top of the screen, just as it starts to jump over the tree roots. And this wide shot at the bottom of the screen, the head of two crew members are visible. That's oh awesome. The All right, editors! So, yes. <laughs> All right, guys, so we'll take, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back from the quick break. And yay! Now, yay! I say the same thing every time. Yay! Now. All right, guys, Hogsmeade Journal first. So today, to start, we have a big announcement. Announcement! Big announcement. Announcement. So we now have a website. Yes. On our website. Yes. Yeah, I'm so excited. We've been working on it for a while. We've been working on this for a while, um... Our aunt actually helped us work on this, so shout out to our aunt. So, um, yeah, yeah. So now our we have the, website. the coolest person we know. Definitely best friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> so on our website, we have our homepage, an about section, an episode section, a place to email us. Yes, it'll send you to a link to like completely set up to. Email yeah, us. exactly. It'll like just take you right to your email, and it'll already have our uh, email like put into the to section. You can listen to, oh wait, did I already, so you can listen to, I don't think I said that. I don't think so. You can so. listen to any episode on our website or read more about our Harry Potter info. So we actually have our about page where you can um, read more about my Harry Potter info and Vaughn's Harry Potter info. So that's really cool. Um, like our house, our wands, our Patronuses, our favorite characters, our favorite book and movie, all kinds of stuff. And then, so for right now, those are the only tabs, but we may add more eventually. Um... Yeah, so hopefully you guys can uh, go check that out. Um, we're definitely going to link it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so email us any questions you have, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so that's really cool. So go check it out. So I also found this article called How to Be a Harry Potter Fan. So obviously we're going to go through it because we're Harry Potter fans and we oh definitely gosh. need instruction. Why? So number method one. Learning more about Harry Potter. One, read all of the books. You know, done. That, that would be a start. I'm done with that also. Yes, that would be a that that would definitely be a start. We'll, we'll say done to all of the ones that we've done. So you know, read all of the books so that you'll understand what people are saying when they talk about it. Um, two, read. Oh, also, really quickly, to be a fan, you don't have to have read all the books. Like you could be listening to this right now, and you could be literally on the chapter we were talking about in this episode, and still be, and a, still fan. be a fan. It's just like. If you really want like to be a like a diehard, yeah. If you want to be like a spo- like you don't want to have any spoilers, you probably want to read all the books eventually. I mean, like you us. could be a fan, but this is like you make theories about the. This universe. is like fanatics. Yes. Um. Like so, like us, you like you podcast about it or something. Yeah. Like so two, read other books about the Harry Potter universe. So this includes like. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Quidditch of the Ages, The Cursed Child. Why did people ever think we would need a step-by-step guide on becoming a fan of something? Because, you know, people are like that. Because people need step-by-step guides now. Watch all the movies. Watch all the movies. And then you'll be into the fandom, I guess. Um, I guess. Or or you like the uh, graphics or something. 
Oh my gosh, look at this. So related articles. How to be cute. Oh my gosh. Just, how to act like I don't even Sasuke. know that word. Who is Sasuk? Probably an anime character. How to what is what is that? Rickroll. Oh, that? that's chess. It's, okay. How to annoy your teachers. How how nice. Um four. Learn Harry Potter lingo. Learn those common phrases and terms like muggle, half-blood, and snitch. You should know that if you read the book. There's, like, an ad right below that. It's just for, like, this weird anime, anime story game. <laughs> okay. I always I always see these weird anime, like, story games in my app store. Oh, yeah. So, one, host a Harry Potter party. We haven't done that. Definitely when COVID's uh, over. No, it's incorporating Harry Potter into your life. Oh, into a Halloween party. Oh, yeah, that's method two, incorporating Harry Potter into your life, but... Step one would be to host a Harry Potter party. We haven't done that, but definitely when COVID is over, we'll probably end up having How one. are we going to do that? Well, first of all, you invite people over. That would be a start. If you listen We to don't our... know anyone who likes Harry Potter. Oh, we will. We will. When COVID is over. Eventually. Eventually. When we're, when we're uh, going to those cons. When we go to Leaky Con, we... Because we definitely are going to go to one, eventually. Yes, we're going to tell one person is a Harry Potter Potter, but we're going to tell everyone else it's a normal party. And then, when we go and then to that's Leaky the Con, only person who's going to be coming tell... to Harry Potter costume. Exactly. So when we go to LeakyCon, we're just going to tell everyone about our episode. All about our podcast. We're not going to go to LeakyCon. Maybe eventually. Maybe when COVID's over and it gets maybe rescheduled. Eventually. But I'm probably not. We're so, probably not going. Maybe. Maybe eventually. So two, play Quidditch. Um, that's not done for us, but for Ella, who was on our bonus episode it's done in the bag in the bag maybe when we get our uh, i'm harry not potter, gonna play quidditch maybe when we have it's our... gonna be so hard to like hold a broom or a poo noodle yeah like ella was saying it's super hard but it's like you're just like harry running potter... while you're holding it between your legs yeah. when we have a harry potter party we will play quidditch three make butter beer anyway so yeah ella gave us a recipe for her butterbeer. You guys should follow it. I haven't followed it yet. Uh-huh. I probably will eventually. But you guys should try that out. I wonder what it consists of. Like, maybe two ingredients? <laughs> okay, so four. <laughs> Wear Harry Potter-themed clothing and accessories. You don't have to do this to be a diehard fan. You don't. Like, we don't even... Ha- don't... I don't have robes. I don't even... I don't have a yeah, thing. I, I don't asked... have a single accessory yes, except, like, maybe a wand. T-shirts. I don't know. Well, that's not real. You have a Hogwarts t-shirt, and you have, uh, and you have a Harry Potter Funko Pop, and you have, uh, uh, you have two house pennants. You have. Well, I can't exactly wear those. <laughs> <laughs> like so if I pin it into like my flesh. <laughs> okay. So um. Okay. So next five. Decorate your house with Harry Potter themed no. items. You can just do this with your bedroom. You don't need to do that. Vaughn did this. You did this penance. You I don't got have to penance. do that to be a diehard fan. But when am I doing And like, if you can't bed? buy the things, make them. Like, who? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Three. Meeting up with other fans. One. Meet up with Harry Potter fans online. Probably not the safest way to do it. Uh. Well, like, unless you're listening to this podcast, you know. I mean, we're fans. You're technically meeting up with us over the internet. <laughs> Um, I want. I really want to like have a customized wand and like know what it'd look like oh, and be yeah. like re- that would really, be really unique. cool because like then because it'd can... be super unique and it'd separate you from everyone else. Yeah, because then you everyone, have your own. but everyone else is gonna have wands like, like everyone is gonna have a wand just like yours. Yeah, like at Universal Studios, I know that in Orlando you can get your own wand, but yes, but you, you can't. know, a thousand other people are also gonna have the wand that you got. I know, they're not just going to do one. They're just going to mass produce multiple. Yeah. But 
it'd be really really cool if like someone did this did this like harry potter thing where you like type in your Oh yeah, that would be like really your cool. inch, your length, your core. I bet you your can do wood. that. I bet people did that. Do that on Etsy. But that'd be really cool. You, know, you just Vaughn, punch that in. Next business idea. Next bit. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know. <laughs> Everyone gets personalized wands. So uh. Copyright. Yes. <laughs> so LARP stands for live action role play. So two LARP with other Harry Potter fans. Really quickly, just so you guys know, this isn't our analysis. This is just still Hogsmeade Journal, but it's fun. So three. Join up, uh, join fan forums online. <laughs> okay, four, visiting Harry Potter landmarks. You can. Okay, uh, visit Universal Studios Wizarding World of Harry Potter. You don't have to do this. You don't. Visit Edinburgh, where Eden. Harry Potter, Edinburgh, where Harry Potter was written. I think I said that. Edinburgh, don't. Edinburgh, I think. I'll meet, I'll met you on Platform 9 and 3 quarters. <laughs> visit Platform 9 and 3 quarters. Oh, uh, Yeah. Take Harry Potter tours in England. That would be awesome. And that's it. Oh, wait. There's a community Q&A. Let's read some of these questions for you guys. How come I love Harry Potter so much and my friends don't? Vaughn, you can read the answer. Everybody has different tastes. The world would be boring if everyone enjoyed the same things. To share your love of J.K. Rowling's world, you can join online communities to discuss all things Harry Potter. That's true. I mean, but, like, I think it would be more fun to know people in real life who like it because, um... I think, you, like, you should go to, like, LeakyCon, and then you can meet people your age who like it. How can people tell me I'm being silly whenever I say I can't wait to get my Hogwarts letter? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wasn't laughing until I just burst into laughter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Why is this so funny? You guys are probably going to have to turn your volumes down. <laughs> Okay, we don't like saying this, but Harry Potter isn't real. (laughs) I mean, like, Harry Potter's real. No. Harry Potter's real to an extent. Not not really. Harry Potter is not real to the extent of, I can't wait to get my Hogwarts letter when I'm 30. siblings who's, who's lower than 10 you should get them their own hogwarts letter Ruby, pretty cool. okay so i'm not gonna answer that question why do people hate me just because they adore harry potter <laughs> maybe they don't these questions are really hard <laughs> some of these are so bad maybe they don't like harry potter don't mind them you can find people who share your harry potter enthusiasm Okay, let's get to a good one. Let's get to a really good one. Okay, uh, um... Wait, go up, go up, go up. 
How can I not be offended when a non-Potterhead says that they hate Harry Potter? <laughs> well, you shouldn't all, be offended by that. First of all, if you're a non-Potterhead, you you don't know enough to have an opinion of Harry Potter. Like, yeah. The only way I think that you can have an opinion on Harry Potter is if, if you at read least a book. read one book, um, or like you know, uh, or seen one movie. Like, sure, if you've seen. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And well, the hate- movies are different. No, I feel like you've I seen know. more than one movie. But, like, if you've seen one of the movies and you're like, I hate the plot, then, yeah, you can say you don't like Harry Potter. Yes. But don't go around saying you hate it. You can't say you hate it unless you have a real reason to hate it. Yeah, like, and you shouldn't be offended. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with Harry Potter that makes people hate it. It's just, like, you know, maybe you don't like the plot. But, like, yeah. we should do a whole analysis on just Don't this. be haters. Wait, go up. <laughs> Why do people disbelieve? Magic does exist. True, but we don't know for sure if the magic described in Harry Potter exists. We can't automatically write it off just because it hasn't been seen before. My gosh. Seeing may be believing, but sometimes things must be believed to be seen. On top of that, there's more subtle types of magic, such as kindness and music. But that exists in the world, and our eagle is not greater this value. This is so bad. No, Harry Potter is of greater value than kindness and music. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> okay, I think that's enough okay, for today. Okay, those reviews were really funny. I think that's enough for today, so. We should read more reviews in the future. Yeah, probably, we'll, we'll definitely do that. We should just do a whole analysis on this. So, fun fact that I found on Pinterest about Snape. So, basically, the first and last words about Snape answer each other. And I thought this was really cool. So, who's that teacher talking to Professor Quirrell? The bravest man I ever knew. Wait, that's what Snape said? No, Snape's... so Harry says, who's that teacher talking to Professor Quirrell? And he says that to Percy, about Snape. Oh, okay. And then, the last thing in Harry Potter that Harry ever says about Snape, or anyone ever says about Snape, is the bravest man I ever knew. The answer True! Is so now for the sixth question. Which movie was the most accurate adaptation? Oh, goodness gracious. I think number one. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Of course, there. I think Chris Columbus was the most accurate director. Numero, 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 numero. Which one? Numero, numero. Uh, numero number four. Oh, you think four is the closest? Yes. I I think four is pretty close. Yeah. So I think one. He thinks four. Let us know what you guys think. Emails. So, on to the part two of hidden messages. I know it already feels like we did our analysis, but we haven't, I promise. So, part two of our hidden messages in Harry Potter. Also, if you guys want us to do a whole analysis on just, like, reading those weird reviews and stuff, uh, emails, let us know. Because, I mean, if it's really entertaining for you guys to hear, we'll do one. I love these. We'll do one. So, um, most of these are from Screen Run again, but some of them are from other random places. So, We'll start with seven. I'm going to read them. Vaughn's going to try to guess what they mean before okay. we talk about them. So, seven. The meaning of Voldemort. What do you think this has to do I with? am Tom Riddle. No. Oh, wait. Tom Tom Riddle, Riddle is I am no, Voldemort. No, no, no. The meaning of Voldemort. It's deeper than that. Like, like, like the what? meaning of the name. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you're not going to know the meaning of the name, but the meaning of the name means something. So What does it mean? You can, there... you can, how about you read the first fact? Robert Voldemort is one of the main characters that has a name that originates from France. In French, Voldemort means flight from death. It makes sense because Voldemort's main goal is to escape death. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh my like, god. Like, that's crazy because, I mean, I know that J.K. Rowling, like, paired the names, 
But it's just so perfect because Voldemort just sounds like this really cool name, and you would never assume that it's from. I know. Just like it just has this deeper meaning, and it's actually just. I wonder how she came up with the anagram. I am uh, Tom Marvel Riddle. She just typed it into an anagram thing, probably. Yeah. So, uh, six. Snape's true loyalty loyalty was revealed in Book Four. I bet you can't guess this one. Remember spoilers. Book Four, Snape. He didn't go to see Voldemort re- re- resurrected. No. So, as most of you probably know, in the Goblet of Fire, Alistair Moody has faux glass set up in his office to detect enemies. When Barty Crouch Jr. takes Harry into his office to question him, Dumbledore, McGonagall, and Snape are nearing the office. They, they all appear on the faux glass. <gasps> oh because Barty is a Death Eater, he shouldn't see Snape in the glass, which reveals that Snape is actually loyal to Dumbledore. Was that crazy? Oh my goodness gracious. I know, like, I didn't ever realize that. I didn't that. know that. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I thought it was just, like, anyone appears on it. Like, if you get close, you're pretty much an enemy. Um, yeah. So, five. The Hogwarts houses reflect the British Isles. And I think this one is pretty self-explanatory, so you can read the first I one. I don't know what the British Isles are. <laughs> we don't know a lot about the Gryffindor Hogwarts counties, but we don't know that where the, where some of them are from. from. Gryffindor from England, Ravenclaw from Scotland, and Hufflepuff from Wales. So the British Isles are pretty much like the islands? England, Scotland, Wales, and um, because not all of I don't think all of the UK is an island. I think only England is an island, and then Ireland is the other British Isle. If there are more, email us because I don't know a lot about British geography. Um. So, Gryffindor uses red, which appears on the British flag, Ravenclaw uses blue, which appears in the Scottish flag, and Hufflepuff uses yellow and black, which is similar to the flag of St. David, which is used to symbolize Wales. Well, Slytherin being Irish would, like, the colors would match. Yeah, definitely. So, actually, that's the next fact. We don't know where Slytherin is from, but since his house colors are green and silver, he may be from Ireland. I honestly don't think that the house colors have anything to do with it. I but, know. Because this kind of makes no sense. I think it makes more sense that, like, they have to do with It's really the only way we can connect it. Yeah. I think that it, it makes more sense that it has to do with the elements. So, uh, Hufflepuff is earth. Gryffindor is fire. Um, Ravenclaw is air. How is Eng- England fire? No, not that, not the Isles. The houses reflect oh. elements. And then Slytherin is water. I think that makes more sense. So, four. Flitwick's fighting chance. You can read that. In Chamber of Secrets, the Dueling Club is re- reinstated, and oddly enough, is instructed by Flitwick. Is not instructed. Is not instructed by Flitwick, who was actually a dueling champion in his youth. The reason he is a great duelist explained because of what he is. Part goblin. Because, because he, was, he was so short, it would give him a bigger advantage over his opponents because he was a smaller target. Yeah, that, I mean, it's pretty... So, three. Not the fun kind of nymph. Um, okay. What do, think, what do you think this has to do with? I know a nymph is, like, this thing from Harry Potter, because I know it's in mythology, so it has to be in Harry Potter. It's, I don't think it's in Harry Potter. It's in Greek mythology. I know, but, I mean, like, most of mythology is in Harry Potter. Yeah. So, a nymph is, like, this for, like water or forest, like, lady. Yeah, pretty it, much. So I'll just, ni- not the fun kind of nymph. I know they like to party. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just. I don't know because you're on the right track. So some of the names in Harry Potter tell you everything you need to know about them, like Remus Lupin. 
Um, one name that has absolutely nothing to do with what it sounds like is Nymphadora's Honks. A nymph is big in Greek mythology and is pretty much what Vaughn said, is a girl who lives in the forest and is typically described as beautiful. They are in Hercules, if you have seen that. Um, the little... Uh, what's the that tree thing? girls. Yeah, that like, But the, they're the not actually trees. trees. They just yeah, like, attach they to can, trees. Yeah. So Nymphadora is very clumsy. And her name makes more sense when compared to the word nymph, being the stage that some insects go through before they enter metamorphosis. Oh. Because she is a metamorphosis, this makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I like that. Hmm. You can read the next one. Or, uh, I'll, I'll read the name and then you have to guess it. So two, the truth behind Voldemort's curse. Oh. Isn't the, the, this curse, like, when the, uh, that night, like, Lily used the like her love protection spell. That's Lily's curse. What's oh. Voldemort's curse? So Voldemort a, put this curse certain, on something. No, think about a certain school subject. Oh, uh, defense against the dark arts. Yes. How did he even curse that position? Go ahead. In every single Harry Potter book, there is a new defense against the dark arts teacher. Tom Riddle cursed the position when he was turned down for applying for that job. How does he curse something? The reason that Voldemort cursed the position was so that he could create a wizarding society that was badly trained in defense against the dark arts so that he would have a better chance of winning. But how can he chance like uh, how can he curse like things that aren't material? Um like I don't really know. Couldn't he convert he could have cursed Halloween? There's I think a he did theory curse- on that. Oh yeah, Super, Super Halloween Brothers. They did a like thing like did he curse Halloween and this is further proof that he could have. Yeah, I guess. So um yeah, that makes sense. One, Trelawney predicted Dumbledore's death in book three. Okay, wait, can you what can you read me the prophecy? The prophecy. This has, this has nothing to do with the prophecy. Oh. I don't know. So in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Trelawney refuses to sit at the dinner table oh. because then there would be 13 people. The first to rise would be the first to die. Trelawney didn't realize that there were already 13 people at the table because of scabbers, and Dumbledore was the first to stand up, though it did take three years for him to actually die. So of the 15 from Screen Rat, which was the coolest? Um, I really liked the, uh, the... Uh, what's it called? Let me find it. Uh, it's almost there. Snape's true loyalty was revealed in book four. Yeah, I like that one too. Um, I don't remember the ones from the other episode. Like, I'm completely forgetting. But, uh, yeah, I like. I think I like that one the best. Wow, this analysis was amazing. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I think that I think that's it for today's analysis <laughs> and for the episode, I guess. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, be sure to leave us a quick review and rating on Apple Podcasts because it'll help us help us out a lot. Um, check out our new website inside Hogwarts. Um, dot com. It's literally that easy. Inside yes. dot com. I'll link it. Okay. So uh, <laughs> thanks for listening again, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check back every Tuesday for another Inside Hogwarts episode.